everyone. Welcome back to Salt and Burn This, a Supernatural Rewatch podcast. I'm Sammy. I'm Valerie. And welcome back. A serious disclaimer for this episode. <laughs> yes. This episode has a huge guest star named Julie Benz. And if you are a fan of Buffy the Vampire Slayer or Angel, uh, she plays a huge part in that. She plays Darla. These shows are part of, I guess, what one would call the Whedon universe, meaning mm -hmm. Joss Whedon. And we're bringing this up because she will not be the last person from <laughs> his universe guest starring on this show. And I didn't want to just talk freely about these shows that I love so much. And Valerie, I knew you love them so much and lots of other people love them absolutely without also acknowledging some of the serious allegations that have come up for joss whedon himself correct yeah so i know a few years ago his ex-wife kind of published a, an essay like a public essay kind of basically saying he was a jerk you know <laughs> to very very much limit you know what she said but... sure said he was projecting himself to be somebody he truly wasn't right right and then about a year or two ago, there was somebody in the Justice League movie. I don't have his name on the top of my head right now, but the guy who played Cyborg um, in the in the DC universe. Some not great things to say about him, you know, that he was really kind of an asshole on yeah. set and he didn't appreciate it. And he's still kind of fighting that battle. Right. And cut him out of the movie. Yeah, in pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And then a few weeks ago, yes. Charisma Carpenter, who was also a huge player in the Buffy and Angel universe, came out and made a statement and said, you know, some very specific things about basically Joss Whedon being an asshole. You know, he yeah. was... His behavior. Yeah. yeah. I mean, his, his behavior and also retaliating against her Yeah. Uh, for, I think, when she got pregnant during yeah. Angel. Mm -hmm. uh, and it wasn't just, you know, that type of... I don't want to say petty, but, you know, petulant infighting. It was more serious natures. I mean, while granted his behavior affected these people's careers, mm -hmm. his, uh, his what they're saying is that his behavior also was um, unacceptable behavior on, on set behind closed doors uh, of a predatory nature. Yes. Yes. And then after Charisma posted her experiences, there were several other cast members who came out in uh in solidarity for her or yeah. you know also sharing their experiences and it can sometimes well sometimes it is hard to separate the art from the artist yeah. and i don't want to downplay that for anybody who may be struggling with that feeling you know of you know like oh my god these shows meant so much to me when i was growing up or right. or even lately you know right um, they still can yes they still they, can it's yes. a it's a group effort to to put on a production and it, it, to take one person uh, to ruin your memories or to ruin the efforts of that entire team is, you know, it's it's sad and it's hurtful and mm -hmm. we need to address it. But there's mm -hmm. no reason why you can't still hold the efforts of everybody else involved in these shows that we grew up loving. Right. Uh, that you can't support them and still love their efforts and the product that they yes. put out. Yes. Uh, and as a couple cast members put out, they're proud of the work that they did on those shows and with those mm -hmm. characters that they portrayed, but they just don't want to be associated with the name Joss Whedon anymore, uh, which I think is a really great way to approach that. Absolutely. You know, for, for I, both both the actors and for fans. I, yes, I, I will agree with that. I will yeah. absolutely agree with that. Yeah. doesn't mean you have to, and you can, uh, you can definitely feel the way you want to feel yeah, exactly. about 
about this and decide to not want to support anything Joss Whedon has ever done. And that's mm-hmm. your right. Totally. And, uh, and I will not disagree with that either. Right. Right. But we just want to come out and we support charisma and all of these people who have made statements and have shared their uh, traumatic yeah, experiences. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Michelle Trachtenberg as well. Yes. To her too. Uh, so we support them. We stand with them while at the same time going to talk about these shows in a, right. in a, in a loving way. Um, because that's what we choose to do. So, but also holding uh, space for these people and for the the truth of these experiences. Yes. Thank you, Sammy. Thanks for giving us this opportunity to to put that out there. To still want to hold on to our fond memories, mm-hmm. but address the seriousness of of these matters at the same time. Well, they're important. You know, it's uh... so. With that being said, uh, let's move on. And actually, let's go into the episode. We'll just leave the the quote-unquote banter at that. <laughs> Sorry, it's so somber. Uh, <laughs> so, we never so, said this was going to be a happy-go-lucky uh, podcast. Right, yeah, yeah. So let's move on to the episode because, oh my God, this was a great episode. This is a wonderful yeah. episode. Yeah, all right. So let's move forward. Season 1, Episode 12, Faith, written by Sarah Gamble and Rael Tucker, the same team who wrote Dead in the Water, amazing yes. episode, Yes, uh, and directed by Alan Croker, I think is how you pronounce it. <laughs> you know, funny that you had a hard time pronouncing it. The, um, the show actually titled his name wrong. They spelled oh, no. his name wrong in the credits. Yep, his <laughs> title card in the opening sequence spelled his fr- his first name wrong. <laughs> oh, his first name? So That's least, the easy part. I know. <laughs> they spelled his name wrong. But so at least you have an excuse. What, right. did they, what excuse did they have? His title know. card. Oh, my gosh. All right. Synopsis. Witness the miracle. Faith healer Roy LaGrange cures Dean after an accident leaves him near death. Witness the terror. For every life Lagrange saves, another life must end. Yes. I like the I like the way they wrote the synopsis. By the way, it was like a that, weird dichotomy a, type of a thing. Little, a little tingler, yeah, yeah, yeah. This episode, oh my gosh! So that that paragraph alone uh-huh. uh, is something. Mm-hmm. But what we learn about Dean and Sam in these episodes and the projection of where the show is going to go. Like, this yes. show kind of t- set the tone for, I mean, I, we've said that a few times, <laughs> but, <laughs> but this, this is one of them that sets the tone. Yes, <laughs> yes. it's an, it's a jump, it's a step up in, in the motion, in the forward motion of where this show is going. It's yeah. like, if the first few episodes, you're like, okay, it's, and we've said this before, it's a monster show. Yeah. You know, monster show and, it's scary but this this you you're really starting to see the path the show is taking you know because it's continuing on a path now it's not just starting to take a path it's continuing down a path right right so this episode um, opens up the boys are mid-hunt actually for a creature called a raw head um, which they don't explain this in the show but apparently it's like an irish hobgoblin that preys on children and can uh, be killed yeah. by electricity but they don't yeah, explain I'm, any of this i'm glad they didn't explain it because I, yeah, the history too. i went and researched it a little bit i'm not uh-huh. going to discuss it it's yeah. disgusting <laughs> the 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 actual like sci-fi story that it's based on is yeah. disgusting um, it is it's just very gra- i mean it's based it's from a graphic novel and it's uh, graphic 
in its mm. in its horridness. So yes, it's a monster that preys on children. We'll leave mm. it at that. Right. They give like the slight bits of exposition when they're opening the trunk and looking for the weapons and seeing like, man, this, you know, we've only got one shot and it takes this amount of volts to kill this raw head. So we got to really get in there right. and get so it they're, done. They're, That's about it. Out, as far, yeah. yeah. You see them pull out a couple of tasers <laughs> yeah. and, you know, Dean's like, yep, they're charged to 100,000 volts. We had uh -huh. this is, you know, you only get one shot with a taser. And so we've got to make sure that it counts. Yeah. Yeah. So, so then they go into this. Fucking spooky ass house and dilapidated Wait. house. <laughs> why? In the end, my question is, why are there children in this right. house? Me too. I was like, what the? F <laughs> what? I'm thinking they were grabbed by the raw head and probably, you know, but held hostage in this house. Hostage, <laughs> hostage in this house. Yes. yes. Why? So they head down the stairs into the basement of this horrifically scary house and the the stairs these are the worst stairs this yep. is like nightmares from my childhood uh -huh. open slatted stairs leading into the basement and uh -huh. why do i hate them because you can because get a hand can like reach yes. hand and reach in grab your foot pull you down the stairs and as soon as i saw those stairs i was like well i know it happens yep <laughs> I know yep. it happens eventually mm -hmm. um so they make their way into the basement they hear like a, a noise coming from a cabinet uh, in the basement and they throw open the doors thinking it's you know we think it's going to be a monster and, yeah. and it's two children yes and it's the children that they need to rescue so grab the boy or grab the kids take them outside yeah um i also like how sam asked them he's like is it still here you know it's like he looped them into the the fight yeah. a little bit yeah active in their own rescue yeah exactly you know? yeah they get to participate in their own rescue yeah oh so so sam grabs the kids and starts to run up the stairs because Dean says he's going to stay and yeah. hunt hunt the rawhead. And of course, as Sam is running up the stairs with the kids, rawhead reaches through the slats yeah. like he knew he was going to, right. trips up Sam, mm -hmm. and Sam like falls back down the stairs. Right. And then Dean shoots the taser. You you kind of see it attached to something, but you don't. The camera doesn't show miss. that. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a miss. Um, like maybe he hit the wall or something. Right. Well, what the the springs of the taser stay taut you know what i mean right so he did right, hit right. something um so then dean says like no just take the kids you know sam throws him his own taser so he can stay behind and get mm -hmm. him uh a tussle ensues between him and they show the raw head which is like a weird leather face type of situation i don't know yeah like a a homeless leather head i mean like yeah. big big hair scruffy looking yeah. you know again not a, we don't get a good a good look at him no i don't think they is... took a lot of time on this anyway since he was a brief appearance and uh, but dean gets knocked down and he gets knocked down into like some standing water in mm -hmm. the basement um and the like raw head comes around the corner mm -hmm. and dean fires the taser and hits him mm -hmm. hits the raw head and the raw head is like getting electrocuted and then the rawhead stumbles into the same puddle of water that Dean is laying in. Yeah. And Dean and gets electrocuted at the same through time. Through the current, yeah. Ugh. I know. And you just see him. He's like, he's like, uh. Yeah. He sees it kind of happening and he can't do anything to stop it. Yeah, yeah. I have to say, electricity is one of my uh, abnormal fears. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Even though it might be safe, like if there's a like a light that needs rewiring or something mm -hmm. like that, and even if the circuit's off or what have you, I don't touch it. Like that's right. not yeah. in my that's 
that's not an abnormal fear. That would be <laughs> that would be self-preservation. I'm just going to Well, I guess what one. I'm trying to say is sometimes, you know, if I'm like, "Oh, I don't want to touch that because it's, you know, there's water like 3 feet away from a <laughs> cord plugged into the wall." And they're just like, "Dude, it's not it's fine. You know, it's not going to get you this way." And I'm like, "Oh, no, you don't know." <laughs> I'll just be over here with my rubber shoes and my rubber gloves. Yep, yep. I was going to tell you a story about the time when I accidentally touched an electric fence. Oh, my God. I was trying to pet a cow. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't quite get close enough to the cow, so I put my hand on the fence to lean in. Oh. And, yeah. Did and then you I got mad yourself? At Almost. <laughs> Almost. But I got mad at the cow. Like, once I was able to, like, gather my wits, I, I was like, you stupid cow. Oh. <laughs> it was like it was the cow's fault that I couldn't reach it to pet it. Oh, uh, so no. we don't know. Rawhead's dead, but is Dean? We can't tell. Right. Yeah. The next scene is just in a hospital, and Sam is talking to a nurse. She hands or uh, talking about insurance, and she gives him. He gives her some ID. Yeah. Do you know who that is? Yes, I the do. Nurse. Yeah. <laughs> um, and here's why: Supernatural is on TNT like all the time. There's like a little mini marathon basically every weekday. So I had that on in the background a few weeks ago, and another episode that she was in, not her main role but oh. she's in this she's in supernatural three times total or as three different characters, three different I characters? Say. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and so it was her other one uh that they did they were doing a close-up of her face and i was like that looks like hannah right and i looked it up and it was and then when <laughs> i was watching this you know yesterday i was like oh that's that looks like Same. hannah again <laughs> you know yeah. i I actually didn't recognize her as Hannah, uh -huh. um, but once I, you know, I, I went back and I looked at who people were and I was like, oh my God, I had that moment of, oh, yeah, it's Hannah. Yeah. Okay. So also, since like aha moments, did you look up who the uh, Rawhead was? No, I didn't. He plays, he's in four other Supernatural oh my episodes as like monsters. Oh, that's um, great. Yeah. Nicholas Harrison. Um, he's also been on the X-Files, Stargate, Smallville, Psych. <laughs> and I almost like, I just almost overlooked him because he was his, you know, he's so short. He's so brief in this yeah. episode. I was like, eh. And then I went back and looked him up. I was like, holy cow. Wow. You know, four different, you know, monsters on, on Supernatural. Yeah. And same thing with the receptionist. I mean, receptionist, who's going to look up her name? She only said, Right. She know, was in I'm... there for like five seconds in this Yeah. Episode. We need your insurance. Thank you, Mr. Berkowitz. Yeah. That's it. And then goes on to be a main player later on. Yeah, much later much, on, just for listeners' record. And yeah. slight spoiler alert, she does come back. It's like eight years later as a recurring character for several episodes. Yeah. So we will see yeah. her again, not just once. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. So, so Sam and Dean in the hospital. Right. The doctor comes by, uh, talks to Sam, and gives... A very terrible prognosis for Dean. Since yeah. his, you know, he suffered a heart attack, uh, left severe damage, and gives him two weeks to live, a month at most. You know, this was like That's this is a lot huge, yeah, huge news. Sam just got his brother back. I know it's awful. They, yeah, they just made the decision to stay together, to work together, mm -hmm. and to you know figure things out, and now. And it's like his big brother, his big, like, fearless, indestructible Dean. Yeah. Has been given two weeks to live. 
And right. it's his heart. It's not just, you know, oh, you know, patch up the arm. Yeah. It's his heart. Yeah. And also, spoiler alert, it's not the only time that <laughs> Dean or one of the brothers have... <laughs> is in mortal ex- peril. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. No, but it it becomes a thing. Yes. So Sam goes in to see Dean. Dean looks like utter shit. Like, <laughs> looks like he is on his deathbed for real. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, flipping through the channels and making, you know, smart-ass remarks about how daytime TV sucks. Right, which is funny because Jensen Ackles got his start on Days of Our Lives. <laughs> you are looking at the IMDb trivia. No, I, ah. knew, that. I knew that because he, I used to watch Days of Our Lives. Oh. Remember? <laughs> that's right, that's right. Remember that's right, I scheduled right. my classes around? Yes, and Days I questioned my friendship, yes. yes. Yep. But I'm glad that my my experiences and my knowledge has made it to IMDb. Yes. Sam is super somber about this news. And he's not, I mean, he's not really taking it well, I think. You know, I don't think I would either. Dean's being flippant, but Sam is like, come on. Yeah, we got to. This is is serious. Yeah, we got to figure this out. Yeah. And it's like he's, Sam is struggling with Dean's mortality. Yeah. So... Sam goes back to the motel, leaves Dean at the hospital, mm-hmm. uh, and is now researching like how do we how do we fix this? Yeah, he's got he's got all sorts of like medical journals out mm-hmm. and you know heart diagrams and things like that out yeah. on his bed while he's yeah. researching. I guess not only medical fixes, but now he's looking up like supernatural. Yes, because fixes. the doctors don't know what, or right. what Sam and Dean know. <laughs> Right, and he even says that because he calls his dad. He leaves a message for John. Again, reaching out when all hope is lost, they reach out to John. John still doesn't respond. No, and Yet not the for the, the whole re- episode. He does not respond. Yeah. But the boys still think that dad's listening. Yeah. You know, so they always do reach out to him. Mm-hmm. Sidebar, real yeah. quick. So remember the last time, uh, I think it was in Home, when Dean calls dad and the voicemail plays? Right, and I mentioned, oh, the it's a different number phone number. Mm-hmm. Um, because the first time it was a 785, which is a Kansas area code, but then 555, which is not, you know, is typical TV media number, so no one calls it. This phone number is real. Because uh, I. The third, is no, 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 no. It, it's the same number as it was in home, oh, okay. which is 866 907 So I started asking myself, A, why did they change it? And B, why are they using a non-555 number? So I Googled it, and it was, at the time, a number that they had bought. And people could call it. Fans could call it. And it would be Jensen Ackles' voicemail. Like, he would leave a a voicemail. Or his voice inbox, I'm sorry. And it would say, this is Dean Winchester. If this is an emergency, leave a message. If you are calling about 11283, page me with your coordinates. And 11... Uh, November 2nd, 1983 is the date that his mother died. Jensen's mother? Uh, no, no, the um, the show. Oh, oh, okay. Mom. <laughs> Dean's mother. Mom. Mom. Yeah. Okay, Mary Winchester. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Okay, that's really cool. Did you call the number? No, because it doesn't exist anymore. Because oh. I kept reading. It's like, no, they got rid of it, you know, because that was 15, 15. years ago. <laughs> right. But it would also change. It changed, I, I think, just once. But as the show progressed... It would kind of change with the whatever was going on in the show. 
And then later it said, Dad, we really need to hear from you. Leave me a message. Text me. Check your J. Winchester 1246 email. Anything. We have new info. I think I would have called that number. I probably would have, too. Yeah. Yep, so that was like interesting. I, that No, that's I love that. I also dialed that Jenny don't change your number. Oh, 8675309. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? Jenny did not answer. Oh. So. Everyone said she did, but she doesn't. <laughs> okay, so while after Sam gets off the phone with Dad's voicemail, mm-hmm. uh, Dean shows up at the door, still looking like death. Uh, no pun intended yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) you know he's he's cracking jokes you know says i'm not gonna die in a hospital where the nurses aren't even hot (laughs) and you know what i'm gonna give him these horn dog moments considering he's you know days away from death (laughs) yes (laughs) let the man live uh pierce dean has been in the hospital for three days Sam says something I've been looking for the past three days of how to mm. how to heal you and I found a person after calling a lot of dad's contacts in his journal. There's somebody in Nebraska who can fix you. It's kind of vague right. about it. You know, he yeah. just says, oh, there's this guy in Nebraska. We're going. Yeah, we're going. Yeah, Dean's like, You're not gonna let me die in peace, are you? Yeah. <laughs> and Sam says, Not gonna let you die. Yep. So off they go to Nebraska. And uh that's they Pull up in front of this, like, tent revival. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Oh, I do just want to say yeah. that, you know, <laughs> the first uh, run that I watched this, I was like, what, Nebraska doesn't deserve a town Chiron? No card, yeah. <laughs> I, I almost said that, but I was like, yeah, Valerie, you have enough notes to, to say. But, yeah, there's no there's No, no but later on, when I watched it the second time, uh, when... Sam is flipping through some newspaper articles. I paused mm-hmm. it because it said something about Nebraska. And it says the church is in Ford City, which there is no Ford City, but there is a Ford, Nebraska, which is right on the edge of the western border of the oh. panhandle. Okay. Well, but, I mean, is it? I it's not. Com- no, th- no, this was just like it didn't make a huge deal out of it, you know. Right, but my question is, did they intentionally, is there a reason why the writers didn't I don't know, do I couldn't. It, I guess is my question. I couldn't find couldn't And I have, find I have an a couple answer. of questions like that for this episode. Later? Okay. Like, yeah, was, was some of these, were some of these details intentional? Right, right. I don't, yeah, I'm not sure if this one was. I couldn't find anything about it. Um, I just, because I'm born and raised in Nebraska, I'm like, hey, <laughs> well, when they said we're going to Nebraska, I was like, "All right, here's Sammy's chance." No, and I was like, "There's, there's no, there's no. nothing, <laughs> there's nothing." nothing. But Nebraska. I, I do just want to say that this, <laughs> this kind of thing, would be more apropos for Oklahoma instead of Nebraska. I mean, granted, I didn't spend a lot of time in Western Nebraska. The whole like church faith healing, you know, this kind of, yeah, uh, setting. You know, yeah. the town that I lived in, Oklahoma, was, I don't know, the population off the top of my head. Not a huge town, but had 88 churches within it. <gasps> One town? One town had 88 churches. And in Nebraska, I feel like there would maybe be four, you know, <laughs> of an wow. equivalent size. Wow. One of the towns I grew up in um, had four churches. Yeah. And they were each on the corner of the town. Uh-huh. Four. Yeah. And they're all in the same place. 
one of the things I liked about this episode is while it is taking place in like a tent revival and the show yeah. is called Faith, mm-hmm. this they don't beat you over the head. This no. is not a beat you over the head with religion episode. No, not really. And I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, I felt the same about Hookman. Yes. You know, there was a lot of talk about uh, faith and religion and God and praying and angels. Yeah. But it was done but, in a tasteful way. Yeah, it was more a character's choice of, yeah. you know, of their own their own faith and religion. It wasn't mm-hmm. about the show. It wasn't mm-hmm. a, they weren't making a statement whether it was good or bad or evil or it was just what it was. Those characters yeah. had their faith. So they drive up to this tent. <laughs> Dean is like, "Are you freaking kidding me? You brought me to a faith healer?" Right. What are you thinking? Uh, Sam is just so desperate for any to kind. Save. Of, yes, yeah. he's just like, "Why you have a little faith?" <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, you know, Sam says, if you know evil's out there, if you know evil is out there, how can you not think that there's good yeah. as well? Yeah, a little philosophical discussion between the boys here about you know seeing yeah. is believing. I've seen the things that we deal with, so I can believe those. Right, but I haven't seen, mm-hmm. you know, people actually be healed by by God, by religion, by belief, mm-hmm. uh, which is punctuated by a protester out front of the yeah. uh, the tent saying, this guy's a fraud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, he's just stealing people's money. He's preying on their beliefs and taking their money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. enter Layla, uh, played by Julie Benz, who we mentioned earlier from Buffy and Angel fame, who yeah. is just... I know. I lo- she is wonderful. Yes, she's just graceful, and her voice is unique and soothing, and yeah. kind of like a perfect actress for this role. I thought. I I, I agree, and she enters with with the infamous, you know, God works in mysterious ways. Yeah, yeah. that's the first thing she says. <laughs> <laughs> and Dean responds in his infinite, infamous horn dog, dog ways. <laughs> yes. I think he may have just turned me around. Yeah. I can't keep, he's dying, but he still can't keep the douchebag away, you know? <laughs> but, you know, it, Layla doesn't fall for it, you know? Yeah. She, not only does she not fall for it, she um, she's not bothered by it right. either. Yeah, you she's know? just like, she yeah, the, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's not offended by it. She's not here to change his mind and be like, you know. She's just like, all right, that that's you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's still friendly. Yeah. And they so they all go inside the tent. Mm-hmm. And uh, for this for this faith healing, there's people with crutches and walkers and mm-hmm. people on oxygen. You always hear somebody hacking and coughing somewhere yep. in the background. Yep. Um, we got this kind of I want to say like Southern Baptist sound of the piano behind. The pia- I loved that. That was so bluesy. Yes. It there was, was some, there's something about this piano. Hold on. Oh, I just, I was like, this is great. I loved it. I loved the atmosphere it created. The, the, the composer, the music guy, mm-hmm. they specifically used a smaller piano that had 76 keys instead of 88 because that's what a traveling evan, evangel, evan, e- evangelicist. <laughs> now I can't say it. Evangelicist. <laughs> Evangelist, faith healer. a faith no. healer, a, tra- a traveling church people <laughs> would have used like smaller pianos like that and just like off key and really rattly. It's um, been in a box or it's been moved on and off trucks. And... Yes, yes. This piano was used on tour with Jefferson Airplane in the early <gasps> 70s. 
Stop. Yeah. For all those music listeners that we have. <laughs> <laughs> Which actually may not be a joke. We may have a lot of music. Right. I'm impressed that you found that out, Sammy. Thanks. I feel like I'm the one who ends up going off on little benders on, you know. <laughs> well, I had to keep up. So they enter this tent, and Sam forces them to sit up front, much to Dean's chagrin. He was like, oh, my right. God. And, uh, and the preacher's led up to the stage. He turns out he's blind. Mm-hmm. Um, and he starts with the God rewards the good, punishes mm-hmm. the corrupt, all this, mm-hmm. you know, religious trope, which I despise but it had to be said <laughs> yeah because that's kind of the the theme yep and uh dean is still cynical and yeah. so he's like he's mouthing off under his breath yes you but know. the blind guy hears him right, <laughs> right. Uh, blind guy he's named like, roy lagrange who is wonderful in yes this role. he really is um, kevin mcnulty was he in stargate and x-files and psych yes <laughs> i totally was just guessing <laughs> I feel that this must be the same casting directors who are a part of the show. It's got to be. Because he's also on other Supernatural uh, episodes. Oh, he is? Yeah, he's on other Supernatural. He was on Stargate Atlantic, Psych, Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. I mean, anybody who's an actor in Canada apparently can be on all of these shows. (laughs) Preacher Roy invites Dean up. Much to their surprise. I think I was looking more at at Dean just knowing it's like, I'm that same person. I hate to be called on. I don't yeah. like being brought up on the stage. I don't like audience participation. Yeah. I mean, and Dean's there for a reason, you know. He's, uh-huh. he's... But not of his accord. You know, his brother yes. drug him along. He doesn't want to be there. But he's just... Right. Right. <laughs> and Dean, you know, he's honest. You know, when he goes up there, he's just like, you know, I'm really not a believer. I, yeah. just, I don't know if I should be up here. And Preacher Roy is just like, don't worry, son, you will be. Yeah, you will be. That's a Star Wars line, by the way. That's Yoda. Oh. <laughs> that's that's Yoda. You you know, Luke says, I'm not afraid. And Yoda says, you will be. Oh. <laughs> you will be. So that's a total Yoda line. That That is absolutely Star Wars. No no getting around it. Right. So, um, and so Preacher lays his hands on Dean. Yeah, he has kind of a, a move that he will repeat throughout the episode of, like, he clasps his hands together in prayer and maybe like gathering up the the power of the gift this is just my own interpretation no i love it keep going i'm entranced (laughs) (laughs) takes the hands apart in order so he can lay his healing hand on top of dean's head Mm -hmm. dean is shocked because he's actually feeling something happening and you can visibly see this too you know if his like his face and he literally drops down to his knees yep the the sound the audio has mm-hmm. changed yeah it's now this like deep kind of rumbling it's a subtle rumbling yeah but like the plinkety plinkety of the piano has stopped and it's just kind of turned into this you know it's not evil it's just a rumble no it's um om- ominous i would say yeah. an ominous yeah. sound and dean gets knocked out you know for a second and then like when yep. he comes to you can tell he feels healed but confused as to why he feels healed uh-huh. And you also see a mirage kind of thing. Like of, behind of, the preacher? Behind the preacher of a super, super old guy. You know, and you see him turn away and then he kind of disappears. Just disappears, yeah. So clearly not somebody, not a guy in the room. Yeah. Uh, but also because of how decrepit his, his uh, yes. <laughs> he was. Like, nobody that old should be, still be standing. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So back at the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Dean's gone, gone back to the hospital, and 
uh, the doctor, there's a new doctor checking him out. And he's like, no, your brother's fine. Well, it's a different oh. hospital, right? Because they... Oh, I don't it's know in Nebraska. Where, yeah. Duh. I don't know where they were before, but now they're in the Nebraska hospital. Thank you for that. So now they're in a hospital. So not mm-hmm. back to the hospital. They went to a hospital <laughs> to, to have Dean checked out. Uh, and the doctor was like, I don't know why you brought him in. He's yeah. fine. Yeah. You know, no sign of any, you know, heart issues. Unlike this other guy <laughs> yeah. who just dropped dead. Yeah. You know, with a heart attack. Young guy just dropped out and had a heart attack. Because, you know, you just never know. Right. And Dean is like, uh, uh, excuse me, mm-hmm. what what just happened? Somebody d- just died and I'm healed. Yeah, so Sam and, uh, is just like, yay! And Dean is like, uh, I don't feel great about this. There's, there's yeah. something going on. Have a little faith in my yeah. intuition, he says, with, <laughs> with as a jab. Right. He's like, I felt wrong. I felt cold. You may think I'm healed, but it feels wrong. And yeah. plus... I saw an old guy. Yeah. <laughs> when I was, and Sam's like, I would have seen that. You know, me with all my visions. I've right. been seeing a lot of stuff. I would have seen that. Mm-hmm. Which, again, not the right thing to say to Dean. <laughs> you know, know the room. Yeah. <laughs> you know, not the right thing to say. Um, uh, yeah, have a little faith. Oh, uh, Dean, so what's he say? He says, excuse me, psychic wonder. Yeah. Just like, yeah, but I've been hunting long enough. When I yeah. know when to trust this feeling. So have yeah. a little faith in me, faith why in don't you? Yeah, exactly. Zing. So Dean decides to go back and talk to the preacher and his mm-hmm. wife um, mm-hmm. and ask about, you know, these supposed miracles. And Roy gives his little backstory, which is, you know, one day I woke up stone blind, had cancer, had only a few months to live. And through the power of prayer, I was one I day healed. miraculously healed. Minus my sight. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. But plus, I found I had the ability mm-hmm. to to heal other people. Mm-hmm. Um, says over time, I figured I had this gift. You know, I should I should probably use it. And Dean, I love this. He says, "Why save me?" Yeah. You know, he's not asking about other miracles. This is a uh-huh. Dean moment. He's like, yeah. "Why me? Yeah. Why did you choose me?" And the preacher says, "I looked into your heart, and you stood apart from all the rest." And that's the first time that somebody sees Dean for Dean. Yeah. You know, not the big brother, mm-hmm. not the hunter, mm-hmm. you know, sees Dean for Dean. Right. You know? and, and Dean, the way Dean doesn't even see himself. Yeah. Yeah. And the uh, preacher Roy says, no, you have a purpose and it's not done yet. And this is how I knew this episode was going to be really, really different. Yeah. You know, this is this the guy, this this preacher isn't just, you know, throwing hallelujahs and praise yeah. Jesus. He's he's talking heart to heart, yeah. literally heart to heart with with Dean. Yeah. So and, um, and he believes what he's saying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. While Dean is at Roy's, Sam is off um, trying to find a little. Inf- huh? Oh, I was going to say, I think he's like at a health club, right? He went. To yeah, the- he's talking to the friend of the man who passed, the one the doctor told them about. Just trying to see like what. Did he have, you know, a history heart of heart problems? And, and <laughs> this right. guy's like, no, he was really healthy. It was kind of running track and nothing was there. And he just dropped dead. It was yeah. weird. Yeah, he said and, he was like freaking out. Yeah. He said something was chasing him. He was freaking out. But yeah, but nothing there. Nothing there. Mm-hmm. And as Sam is leaving, he says, oh, your clock is broken. It's stuck on 417. And the guy's just like, yeah, that just kind of stopped working at that time. Sam makes a yeah. guess of 
Is that the same time Marshall died, maybe? Yeah, how'd you know? How'd you know? Dot, dot, dot. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote down, take a note. Yeah. <laughs> that was my big note for that. Take a <laughs> note, 417, Marshall died. Yeah. We go back to Dean. He's leaving Roy's house. And Layla is coming into Roy's house. And they say, oh, hey, what, you, what you doing here? Layla is with her mom as well. Uh, Sue Ann, who is Roy's wife, comes out and says, I'm sorry, Layla. Roy is not seeing anybody else today. Don't worry, you'll get your turn. And leaves them on the doorsteps. And Layla's mother turns to Dean and gives this look, you know, and Dean catches it. He's like, oh, what What, what did I do? Yeah. And she just says, why do you deserve to live? I'm not sure if I'm quoting this in order or not, but basically that's what she's saying. That, that's her vibe is, you know, yeah. why do you get to live while my daughter dies? Yes. Um, and we find out that. You know, Dean, of course, is like, what's what's wrong? Like, why yeah, are you guys mm -hmm. why are you guys here? And Layla says, I, I have a brain tumor. And uh, she's like, but, but, you know, it's okay. Don't feel bad because I have a brain tumor. But her mom is like, no, you know, Layla, you deserve to be healed. Why this guy, why, not only why Dean, but why all these strangers ahead of you? Yes, they've been to and, every service so far, yeah. and still they keep getting passed over by these other people. Right. But she, her, unfortunately, she's misguided and says, you know, she, she believes that because of their faith and their perseverance that they deserve mm -hmm. to be healed over other people who she, I guess, assumes are not as faithful as she is. Right. And uh, so in that moment, I was kind of angry at her for being angry at Dean. Dean didn't ask to be healed. Right. You know, but at the same time, I can completely empathize with her because she's powerless. And yes. she loves her daughter and she yes. wants her daughter to live. Yes. Especially so, since she's seen this miracle being worked time and right. time again. Right. She's like, he has the power to heal my daughter. He's just choosing not to. Right. For whatever be, reason. Yeah, and I had to check myself because yeah. I was angry at her initially. And then I literally had to take a step back and say, no, she's she's actually not wrong. She's yeah. not wrong in her in her anger. Yeah. This is also the moment I thought that Layla became a person in Dean's eyes instead of just a babe. Yeah, good point. And like a little veil was lifted off his eyes. Yeah. 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 It's like, wow, she's really suffering. You know, she's only got six months to live. You know, this is right. this is and awful. It, yeah, and not only is he, he's like, I get to live. Mm -hmm. She gets to die. Now, he, we don't know, and he doesn't know, and Layla doesn't know, that the preacher would have chosen her if Dean wasn't there. So right. if Dean hadn't been there, would Layla have gotten chosen? Right. We don't know. Right. But he's still going to hold that, that survivor's yeah. guilt. Yeah. Whether he's the reason she's dying or not, uh -huh. or not living, I should say. Right, yeah, yeah. So he goes back to the motel. Sam is there. He's got his... His face is super downtrodden because he realizes Dean was right. And yeah. he, even the first words that out of, out of his mouth are, Dean, I'm really sorry. Yeah, I shouldn't. This is my fault. Yeah, Marshall died the same time that you were healed. Can I take a minute to point out how despairingly dark and dingy this motel yeah, is? Yeah, it is. <laughs> I, was, I was like, wow dark like maroon yeah. walls and no sunlight no just a depressing room yeah, until you very... walk into the kitchen and it's like Wee! yeah <laughs> but but yes i was i was pretty impressed by the somber 
a motel room. Yes. So not only did he find out that Marshall died the same time that Dean was healed, but this has happened every time that Roy has been healing people. And the people who die, are they suffer the same symptoms that the person Roy is healing. Right. For right. instance, this guy died of a heart attack, which is what Dean had suffered from. Right. Yeah. And it, so Sam's been researching this. Yes. He finds that every single time. Yeah. I think this is a, a little bit of a guilt for, oh, man, I just rushed into this thing. Desperate plea to save my brother's life without thinking. The consequences. Of, yeah, the consequences. Yeah. And then Dean kind of at this moment pieces together what's happening. You know, he says there's only one thing that can give or take life like that. A reaper. Which yeah, is what I like saw. Yeah, and Sam's like, the, the Grim Reaper? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and Dean says, not the Reaper. Yeah. A Reaper. Yeah. So they're talking about the Reaper and what they can do. Uh, it's based, kind of like a voiceover over the scene of Roy healing somebody else. You know, this old man who has some sort of respiratory thing. Cause he's got right, because he's got those cannulas oxygen yeah. in his nose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's doing that. And this a girl is running a trail. And here's something. Is, right. Like, and is now being chased by the this reaper. old thing, which yes. we know is a reaper. Uh, just a note, in the Netflix version, they use a pretty good song. But in the original version, it's Don't Fear the Reaper. Right. Which right. was oh, pretty so on the perfect. Nose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but even the way they, they, they sequenced it, you know, with the, yeah. in, the instrumental introduction, you know, and once they finally started singing, it was just like, oh, this was so good. Yeah, so I wish I Netflix. Could, I wish I could have heard the uh, "Don't Fear the Reaper," but I, I think they still did a good job yeah. with this particular uh, insert. I do too. Yeah. Me too. So. I think you can find on YouTube, like if you just search "Supernatural Don't Fear the Reaper," I think it will play the original that scene. scene. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So if you I'm... ever want to see what the difference is, yeah, you can look that up because okay. it is—it's so different. And not, and sometimes in a really good way, and sometimes just in a different way. Yeah, you know, this, like yeah, equally as I, good, but yeah, I I was stunned when I saw that uh, they used "Don't Fear the Reaper" because I didn't have any issues with the scene without it. Yeah, yeah, so. true. Me too. As long as Valerie doesn't have any issues, the show <laughs> is fine. Yeah. So this this young woman is running through the woods, being chased by the Reaper. The Reaper catches up to her and lays his hands on her. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the same time, Roy is the the preacher is laying his hands on this older guy. Yeah. Um, and we see the the young girl die. Yeah, she so the turns next thing gray. See... Her eyes get cloudy, and she grabs yep. her throat. You know, like she can't breathe. Can't breathe. And then we see the cut back to Roy and the old man, and now the the Reaper is there laying his hands on the old guy. Yeah. At the same time that Roy has his hands on him, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and suddenly the old man. Like, eyes go wide, he takes a deep breath, he pulls out his oxygen, you know, cannula, and stands up, and deep breath, and the the church goes bananas, he's Mm -hmm. healed. So back at the motel, Sam and Dean are now doing research about Reapers themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, You see a lot of printouts and things of, like, skeletons in robes, or the figure with the scythe, you know. Right. Right. Uh, And even (laughs) Sam mentions, like, wasn't he in a robe? And he's like, no, he was in a suit. What? What? You think? What? <laughs> think Which he... I have to say, I love that choice that they put the Reaper in a suit instead of the 
the robe. The robes. Because yeah. it can come off as a little cheesy. Right. It's a caricature. Yeah. yeah. So I'd love that costume choice of putting the Reaper in a suit. Very austere yes. black and white suit. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Someone who could actually blend into the crowd if yeah. necessary, but still stands apart. Yeah. Well put together. Yeah. Reaper. Yeah. And so they discover, or they think they discover, that uh, Roy is binding this reaper to him with like black magic with like tarot magic yeah sam pulls um, out <laughs> this was a this was a weird stretch for me but just sam like flips the, up the tarot a, card. a tarot card and it's like see this is it this is the answer you know <laughs> it, yeah tarot magic you know because this picture shows a, a reaper with the you know coptic cross oh yes we should mention that there's this cross that keeps reappearing um within the tent and in their um the research sam sees the same cross symbol uh, yeah yeah it's like a it's a cross but it has a round um round head basically so yeah. it's called a coptic cross yeah um so they say oh yeah. this is it must be dark magic which that was weird that they associated tarot with dark magic dark but... magic right right oh, whatever um, um they do also mention that in their lore anyway reapers can stop time yeah which is why that clock Right. Uh, had stopped yeah and i wonder like why is that important i mean or like why is that significant that's the same same thing valerie why is that important why is that significant? like i didn't i don't understand where what the importance is of t of reapers being able to stop time i don't know i think maybe they were just maybe this so that... was part of the research that they had come up with like maybe there is like this weird flip of father time is also the reaper you know or the grim reaper i don't know maybe they were just kind of throwing in what they found out about grim right. reapers maybe we just don't need to question it <laughs> yeah dean wants to kill roy at this point so once they figure out that it's you know they they think that roy is binding this uh this reaper dean wants to kill roy because roy is now the, the bad epitome guy. of of all that's wrong yeah yeah, yeah. You know, he's just like you know what we got to do yeah, and Sam's like, we can't kill a human people. being. Yeah, yeah, because that makes us them. Yeah. You know, he's that makes us killing somebody to save somebody else, and we can't. We yeah. don't do that. Yeah. And Dean says, "Well, we can't kill death, so what do we do?" <laughs> um, hold that in <laughs> for your brain later. for a few years. Yeah. Um, but so we need to figure out um, a spell. Uh, we need to figure out how to uh, we got to figure out what this spell is that's binding the reaper to Roy and break it right so that's their solution yes so they killing mm -hmm. Roy right right so they go back to the tent because he's doing another uh, healing service they run into the protester for a second time and this time they're kind of like yes doing God's <laughs> yeah. work you know that's right <laughs> keep right. it up keep it up brother yeah <laughs> yeah they even take his flyers yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so Dean goes and, into the tent to just kind of keep an eye on things there. And Sam is going to go sneak into their house while they're at the service to look for clues. Clues. And so Sam is investigating inside the house, like going through their, their library, essentially. Mm -hmm. And, uh, notices on one of the bookshelves that there's, there's dust, but except in front of one of these books, there's no dust. I know. He's so uh, smart. I know. Detective. So this is the book that people have been reading. And just a little prop shout out that uh -huh. the uh, 
the name on the book of this encyclopedia of a uh, Christian of Christ, Christian <laughs> of Christian history. Uh-huh. The author is actually the uh, art department coordinator. Oh my god, that's amazing! <laughs> yeah, that's I like, love that. They just did a little call out to Adrian. I'm not going to even say that last name. Herzog. So the encyclopedia is written by right, Adrian the art Herzog. Director. <laughs> yes, the art director. That's awesome. So a little shout out to the props. Yes. Um, so he pulls that book off the shelf because he realizes that must be the book that's been, you know, flipped through. Mm-hmm. And then he sees behind that book, there's another book. Yeah, a little one. Mm-hmm. A little, yeah, even smaller book that he pulls out uh, and starts to flip through this. Like this must be, this must be where these spells are being kept. Yeah. Um, and he comes across uh, newspaper clippings. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one is the headline is about um, uh, uh, an out like school teacher, like a gay school yeah, teacher. Yeah, a gay school teacher. And um, then an abortion the, uh, rights. Yes. Right? And you, yes. And you see the, I, I feel like you see the picture on the abortion one where it's, it's the girl it's that the we girl. just saw get yep. killed it's by the reaper. so fast. It goes by yeah. so fast. Yeah. And then a third article that he pulls out is uh the protester guy yeah 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 it it was this article by the way that i paused on um to to see if i could find the city of the (laughs) oh here's here's a all right this is my personal connection to it the protester's Uh name is david wright it says Uh that like protester david wright yeah A, a school buddy of mine from college david wright funniest guy you'll ever meet he's so funny and he i met him did at wolf trap yeah yes okay yeah yeah he is super funny he's super funny and my my favorite memory of him in school was uh he was uh in a play he played a priest and the priest did an impression of bacon frying in a pan and so my memory of david wright (laughs) is rolling around on the stage Uh impersonating bacon frying in a pan (laughs) (laughs) completely inappropriate for this scene yeah. in Supernatural. But when I saw that the protester's name was David Wright, I was like, right. oh, it's David, it's Dave. Oh it's my cool. gosh, that's funny. Okay, so then Sam makes a call to Dean that says, hey, I found this spell book. He's definitely making this Reaper doing his bidding. So just make sure that he doesn't heal anybody. That's your mission. Right, right. and keep an eye out for the protester guy. Yeah. Keep an mm-hmm. eye on him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, it is Layla's turn to yep, be healed. She gets, she gets she, called to the stage. Yep. Yeah. Dean is like, ah, oh. and he and he, you know, he stops Layla, tries to convince her to make this decision for herself. You know, it right. says, you know, please, you have to believe me. I can't really explain right now, but Roy is not the answer. Please don't yeah. go up there. And but she goes anyway. She goes. You know, she. I mean, I would make that same choice too. You know, it's like. Sure. I don't know. I've been waiting yeah. forever to, for this chance, yeah. and she's, she doesn't like she doesn't like just brush him off. She's no, just, she sits you know, there and thinks about it for a second, and then she's like, I I need to do this. Yeah, looks at her mom, looks at him, looks at Sue Ann. You know, beckoning beckoning her up on the stage, and she yep. decides to go. And uh, and outside, uh, unfortunately, David Wright is now being chased by the Reaper. <laughs> yeah, he's, yell- he's yelling, "Help!" <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> help. Sam and, finds uh, him, goes to him, and is just like, where is he? Because Sam can't see him. Sam because Reapers him. only appear to people that they are chasing or that they're right. after. They're about to, yeah. About to, about to die. Kick the bucket. Yep. Back inside the tent, the rumble, the audio rumble has started mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
uh, now is the preacher laying his hands on her? He's about to. He's, he's he does it. He clasps he his hands at the beginning. You see that the close up, and then he pulls them apart and is like inches away from placing them on Lola's head. When Dean yells, "Fire! Fire! Fire in the tent! Everybody get out!" And, you know, makes a big commotion and kind of interrupts things. And so people start vacating the tent, and the preacher's yeah. like, everyone, let's be safe, let's get outside. Yeah, let's go. Um, Layla, clearly disappointed. Yes. God, but... it's gotta be such a, like... Yeah. <sighs> so close. I, yeah, I don't even know that. I want to say let down, but that's not even close to the right f- feeling. Of, <laughs> you know, like... Right. <laughs> such a disappointment. Dean calls Sam, for... and is just oh. like, uh, hey, you know, I stopped him. Should be good yep. now. And yep. seem in the protester there, and for a second everything seems okay, but then you see the protester. Well, you see the reaper, right? Sam wouldn't see him, but right. The, but the reaper's there and touches the protester, and he's still going down. You know, yep. This is the still being murdered by the reaper, <laughs> and uh, Sam says, "Like, didn't work. He's still here. <laughs> he's still here. How? How could it be? Because Roy's not doing yeah, it. He can see yeah, Roy. Roy is not doing it. Then he's like, aha." He sees, he looks in the tent, and the only person back in the tent is Sue Ann. It's the wife. Yes. And, and she's facing the corner. You know, she's got her back to everything. She has no idea what's going on. She's clearly in her own little world. But yep. Dean goes to her, turns her around, and he sees around her neck and her fondling uh, the same symbol that was on the tarot card that they are that associating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that cop the reaper. Cross. And, uh, and he, but in turning her around, she uh, she sees that she's caught, so she hides. She drops the uh, the cross back like it's a necklace, so she drops it behind her shirt in her yeah, shirt. Yeah, yeah. But also, he's broken her trance or her spell. Yes, um, right. In the moment, so then you see in the in the other scene, he, the Reaper kind of he stops and he's like, "Oh, uh, okay, okay, I guess, I guess I'm done here," and then yeah. disappears. You know? Disappears. <laughs> yep. And and uh, Sue Ann, you know, confronts Dean. Mm-hmm. You know, like, what are you doing? Um, well, first she screams for help. For help, right? You know, she's just like, help, help, help. Cops come and, like, drag him out of the tent. You know, and if we catch you around here again, we'll put the fear of God in <laughs> yeah. you. And I'm like, oh, God, these stupid cops. They, I you, know. On Supernatural, the cops They're always so are the dumb, dumb guys. <laughs> yep. Yep, and Dean's like, yeah, okay, you'll yeah, put the right, fear right. of God in me, I you know. But before they let him go, Sue Ann does say, oh, I'm not going to press charges because the Lord will deal with him as he sees fit and kind of gives yep. this look. After everything we've done for you, you're really going to really do this? Okay. Yep. All right. The Lord works in mysterious ways. She doesn't say mm-hmm. that, but no. that's the inference. It's implied, yeah. Yep. But Layla then confronts Dean. Yeah. You know, but like not in anger, just yeah. like out of hurt and confusion. Like, yeah. why? Why, why would, would you, you do, do that? this? This was my chance. Yeah. And you can tell like Dean's really torn. Yeah. You know, about not letting Layla get healed. Yes. There you was know? an inner conflict here. Yeah. He want he obviously doesn't want her to die, um, but nor does he want her to be saddled with somebody else dying so that she can live. I have a feeling that he knows that if she ever found out that she was yeah. healed and somebody else died, that she would not accept that. Yeah. Like, she wouldn't want to be living because somebody else died for her. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, and she still wishes Dean luck. She's like, you know, good luck with with your life. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and not in anger, not 
passive aggressive she truly wishes dean good luck with his life even though he's clearly just sentenced her to death yeah by interrupting her healing yeah yeah and he says i do too and under his breath say you deserve it a hell of a lot more than me yeah you know which was just like oh dean Dean. (laughs) but he does hear in passing that roy has invited layla back for that evening for a private session essentially and yeah and you will be healed he says to her you know yeah we will heal you tonight yeah Mm -hmm. back at the motel Mm -hmm. the cheery bright sunny hotel sam and dean come to the realization that that roy really believes that he is doing yes that he's actually healing people yeah he's doing god's work but i think the realization there that that roy doesn't know this Yes. He doesn't know that Sue Ann is doing he it. He actually no feels like he's been idea. touched by God, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that he's doing the doing the Lord's work. Mm-hmm. And Sam is... has has stolen the little spell book, you know, and brought it to the hotel. Mm-hmm. And he mentions, like, I've looked through this. This is really dark, evil stuff that you have to do in order to bind a reaper. Like, this is yeah. no joke. <laughs> he says the, the book was written by a priest who went, quote, dark side yeah again just another star wars Wars reference i felt like sam was seeing this in very black and white you know just like this is evil period and dean says no she was desperate you know her husband was dying and she wanted to save him and you know he doesn't say this but he's just like you did the same thing you were desperate you know you took a route that you probably wouldn't normally have done yep for me and she did the same you know now she's a little twisted by yeah, it yeah yeah you know he, yeah she's she thinks she's doing the lord's work yes you know, by Roy killing thinks he's mm-hmm. right lord i mean everyone thinks that they're doing the right thing yeah yeah because she know? is killing people who she sees as immoral in her mind yes yeah. yes we yeah, don't believe these things abortion but anyway. <laughs> yeah right right right, right. protesters dean yeah. she thinks dean is is now worth killing right um yeah i was gonna you know go back to when the reaper was standing next to roy healing the old man while killing the young girl in the woods roy didn't see the reaper you know and right and if i i mean obviously he's blind but he didn't sense that there was a reaper there that just made me think he doesn't know he is not actively involved in this reaper's Mm -hmm. presence yeah yeah and now we know for sure that he's not yes So they they do learn through reading this book that, you know, in order to keep this up, you have to have an altar built filled with, like, lots of black and dark magic and yeah. bad things. And so they say, should we destroy the altar or destroy the cross around her neck? Maybe let's just do both just to be safe. And Dean is still torn. Yeah. About Layla. Yeah. Still not sure if this is the way to go. And Sam says, you can't play God. Yeah. You know, this is Layla's path is Layla's path. Mm-hmm. Um, Dean says, may God save me from half of the people who think they're doing God's work. Yeah. I feel that. I absolutely feel that because like we said, you know, people think that they're, that they've been chosen to do God's work and they don't stop to think like, what are they actually doing? Right. You know, in reality, what are they doing? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. under the guise of of god's work or what they feel has been you know their task has been given to them right right um so they split up again uh 
Dean goes and causes a distraction for the cops so Sam can find Sue Ann, who they don't see in the tent, and they surmise that she's back at the house. Back at the house, right. And here is where I wrote that the cops are dumb. <laughs> because the, Sam, like, scares a dog that's been hiding in a Winnebago type of thing. And cops see the dog, and they're like, oh, stupid mutt, <laughs> and then walk away. Right. It's so it's like, like, why would the dog be barking? I know. Uh... Oh, maybe yeah. it's the guy that we're chasing. And then they just walk off. They're like, oh, 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 oh. yeah, I like that they even gave chase at all. Because, I mean, all Sam, <laughs> all Dean said was, so you want to put the fear of God in me? Yeah. It's like, so they chase him? It's like, what are you going <laughs> to do? That's all they need. Him? You <laughs> give him a wedgie? What? Oh, oh God. man. So back at the house, uh-huh. uh, Sam notices lights on in the cellar. Mm-hmm. So he heads down to the cellar. Um, and he finds the altar. Yeah. And my, my grandma had a cellar like that at her farmhouse. Really? With the doors up like that? Yeah. Yeah, the, so like the storm cellar type uh-huh. doors. Uh-huh. She wow. did not she did not have a black magic altar in it, but No, okay. Yeah. So, did you get a look at this altar? Kind of apartment it, must have had a field day. Oh my gosh, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you're going to p- point out anything specific because I did not. Okay, but I was looking at it like, "Oh man, this thing is covered with stuff." Stuff. <laughs> All right. This is now. This is just what I noticed. Okay. Um, goat horns. Oh my god. A, a human skull dripping with blood. Mm-hmm. The Coptic cross, of course. Mm-hmm. Multiple other crosses. A photo of Dean with a bloody X yeah. across his face. Yes. Um, candles, wax drippings. Mm-hmm. Um, blood drippings. A decomposed, burnt human hand with a large mm-hmm. ring on mm-hmm. it. Um, a human jawbone. A bird wing, a bird's wing, and I could be wrong, but two sets of anal beads. <laughs> no! <laughs> oh my god, I hope that's true. I'm going to believe it's true. I'm not even going to go back and look and see if it is. I'm just going to assume that yes, it's true. Oh my god. Anal beads? <laughs> Now that is some dark magic. <laughs> Sorry, that was a bad joke. Yep, that's disgusting, Sammy. <laughs> um. So while Sam is looking over this altar, yeah. he, you know, he picks up the picture of Sam uh, with Dean with the bloody X mm-hmm. through it. Sue Ann appears and says, "You know, I gave your brother life, and I can take it away." Which yeah. clearly not doing God's work. She must like rush out of the cellar while Sam is toppling over and destroying the altar. Yeah, he knocks it over and she Yeah. She runs out and she locks him in. Yeah. Yeah. She makes All... this huge monologue about like can't you see that your brother is wicked and he deserves to die? Yeah, Just as Lord much as Layla me. deserves to live. Yeah. Uh the, the trope. The trope. Yes. Yeah, reward the judge just and punish the wicked and your brother is wicked yeah. it's all this religious babble so she's clearly yeah. drinking her own kool-aid oh yeah absolutely um, god's will and i wrote bullshit <laughs> <laughs> that's what my note here does so while she's off monologuing you know sam is just like okay i'm not gonna open this door but maybe i can find another way out and finds a window behind what like the washing machine or something like that yeah busts out the window anyway he escapes pretty easily um but while that's happening, um, Dean is wandering around and runs into the Reaper. But not before 
the lights go out. <laughs> Dean is standing under some outdoor lights. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They and the lights go, three lights go, one goes out, ching, second goes ching, out, ching, third goes yeah. out. And then it's like camera pans down, yeah. there's the Reaper. And I noticed that Dean didn't try to escape. Like, he stands there facing the Reaper for a few seconds. Like, enough time to be like, oh, shit, gotta go. And he doesn't. Right. He doesn't move. He just, I mean, I don't really know what was going on through his head, but I think he was just, you know... You know what, I'm, if this is supposed to happen, then this is supposed to happen. It it could be Layla getting saved. Yeah. You know, with his death. Yeah. That's, you know, you are right. He, I think that's what played through his mind in that moment. Because mm -hmm. otherwise, why wouldn't he have just run? You know, I think he was accepting his fate that mm -hmm. Dean does. You yeah. Know, if I'm supposed to die, I'm going to die. Yeah. Uh, and two, maybe this is Layla's salvation. Right. All said in just a moment of... Mm -hmm. Of, of hesitation. Without... So the Reaper appears because Roy is now in the process of trying to heal Layla. You know, he's yep. he's got his hand on her head. Yep. Layla's you, know, you can you can see her getting ready to be healed. She's waiting for that feeling of feeling better. Uh Sue Ann is outside of the tent, you know, mumbling some sort of Latin chant or spell. Yeah. yeah. Sam sneaks up behind her, grabs the necklace, throws it on the ground. It's filled with blood. <laughs> Probably another good sign that it's not truly God's nature there. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, there's like a few different things happening on going okay. on. The the Reaper lets go of Dean and he kind of has this confused look about him, like, oh, there's like, this is different. I... Yeah, like, he literally looks around like, Oh, how did I get here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And in the tent, Roy is also thinking, This is different. Usually yeah. I can feel, feel the healing happen, but nothing is going on. And even Layla says, I don't, I don't feel any different. I feel so bad for her. I know. You know she said that. She just looks, she says, I don't feel different. And I'm just like, my heart breaks. Yeah. It is Crushed. really sad. Yes. Yeah. And then back to Sue Ann and Sam. Sue Ann is saying, what have you done? And my God. What have yeah, you done? Yeah. yeah. Does, he, said, he says here, you can't play God. He's so, not your god. Oh, right, right, right. Right, yep. right, right. And then you see the Reaper looking at Sue Ann. And this look is just so menacing and justified, honestly. He's like, ha, ha, ha. You yeah, think you like, can entrap me? You are going I, to pay. Yeah, he's like, I have been under your spell for how long? Yeah. Yeah. He comes after her. Not not a problem. <laughs> She's mm -hmm. not running anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, lays his hands on her and starts to, you know, drain the life from her. Mm -hmm. uh, but the Reaper seems happy. Oh, he is he so happy. He seems, like, happy. I mean, not like a big smile on his face, uh -huh. but definitely different than when he was under the control of Sue Ann. He's yeah. under his own, his own power. Right. And he's killing her by his choice. And he yes. seems, this yes. is, now it's right. Yeah. Now that this feels right. This is justified. And then we cut, or there's a brief scene of Roy <gasps> shouting oh. for Sue Ann. Sue Ann. Because something, you know, his healing process has gone wrong. And he right. goes, Sue Ann, Sue Ann, where are you? It and my heart broke for Roy. Broke. Yes, I wrote the same thing. I was, his, it was so, he was so lost. Yeah. And it's, it wasn't his fault. You know, I know. He wasn't walking down the wrong path. It was he. 
and just that calling out for his guidance for his wife for his yeah. partner yeah uh and and his loss like i don't know if he lost his faith in that moment you know because he didn't have god's power with him anymore right so he thinks right um or in that yes. moment at the very least you know it's like this has worked every other time what's you know what's different about this yeah i want to heal her yeah i want to help her mm -hmm. and where's my rock where's my sue ann you know because yeah. he's completely oblivious to what she's done right um, that you yes broke your heart it broke my heart at the yeah. same time i just i did a you yeah. know one of those gasps so yeah. i mean yeah this is a heartbreaking episode yeah there were consequences that affected so many people yeah because of this one person's actions so many people were affected yeah um and even when they meet back when sam and dean meet back at the car like right after all of this happened dean says did we do the right thing yeah it's kind of the theme about this episode you know yeah did we do the yeah did we do the right thing dean's still conflicted yeah still conflicted. and even sam is like this is not the happy ending you yeah know, this isn't us driving off into the sunset having saved the day type of yeah. thing yeah so they're back at the moody hotel motel <laughs> uh <laughs> you know they're chatting you know they're just they're they're not really celebrating this victory you know they're just they're kinda, still questioning yeah they're still questioning you know if they did the right thing yeah and then there's a knock at the door and it's layla and she's like, what, what are you doing here? And she's like, oh, Sam called me and said you wanted to say goodbye. Which this was a <laughs> bit of a stretch for me as well. I was like, this is obviously just a plot device to get the two in the same, same room, room at the end of the episode. Sure. So Sam excuses himself, goes to get a soda. And she, you know, says, you know, it's like, you know, I went back to see Roy, but nothing really happened. Yeah. And Sue Ann had a stroke, which is weird. And <laughs> Dina's like, yeah. Roy is a good guy, and he doesn't deserve any of this. Yeah. She still feels bad for Roy and mm -hmm. not herself. Yeah. You know, she still has empathy and sympathy for what other people are going through. Yeah. As opposed to, well, now I don't get to get healed. Right. No, she's thinking about Roy and his loss. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he says, uh, it must be hard to put, you know, believe in something so hard, and then it you know, not turn out the way that you want it to. Mm -hmm. Which I think was him talking about Roy and her, you know? <laughs> yes, to believe so hard in something only to be let down by it. Right, right, right. And then she says, you know, it's weird though. I'm okay. I'm okay with this outcome because, and I loved this line. If you're going to have faith, you can't just have it when the miracles happen. You have to have it when they don't. Yep. And yep. I was like, oh. Yeah, and heartbreaking. Yeah. You, know, you would hope that more people could embrace that mm -hmm. about their faith, about their religion. Right. That it's it's not all about show me, show me, where's the proof? And the, and they stick around in faith that there's a reason behind everything. Yeah. You know, good or bad. Yeah. So, um, and Layla says again, God works in mysterious ways. Yeah. <laughs> starts the episode ends the episode although she does say one other well he said dean says you know i'm not a praying type but i will pray for you and i believed him when he said that you know it wasn't just him being a cheeky to a cute lady you know i felt like he really believed that or you know he was serious when he said this and and you know she says well there's a miracle right there yeah 
I think so that's for, the final line of the episode. Yeah. So for for Dean, who who doesn't pray, mm-hmm. you know, to say that that he would pray for her, she's accepting Dean being saved as her miracle. Yeah. You know, as you know, she, again, it's not about her. Mm-hmm. I I just loved her character, and my I heart broke too. for her. Uh-huh. Did you happen to notice the uh, the medallion she was wearing? I know she was wearing a medallion, but I didn't see what it was. It's a it's a Catholic. Uh, saints medal um, mm-hmm. very popular in catholicism to to wear a painted saint, saint of mm-hmm. yeah and uh her she was wearing um saint peregrine mm-hmm. who is the patron saint of cancer oh i loved her and my heart broke for her and my heart broke for dean because he knew what was in store for her and she knew yeah. what was in store for her and the the connection was was heart to heart it was a personal connection it wasn't mm-hmm. a, a horn dog moment it wasn't you know, he didn't get to save her. He didn't get yeah. to be the hero. I know. I know. There wasn't, there wasn't a, you know, usually the end of these episodes are um, the wrap-up scenes where everyone was just like, wow, really, thank you so much for all you did. You really saved me back there. And this wasn't one of those scenes. Nope. It's, it's really, it was really sad. It was. It was really sad. But it just showed, even... Even Sam, in calling Layla to the hotel, did that for Dean, knowing that Dean needed this closure. Sam yeah. still puts Dean, um, you know, still thinks about Dean and Dean's well-being, not just his health and life, mm-hmm. but spiritual well-being. Like, he yeah. knew Sam, Dean needed this this time with her and made it happen, because otherwise they would have just gotten in the car and driven off. Right. So Sam still does... Uh, do what it takes for his brother. Mm-hmm. I have to say, I really like these this pair of writers. Yeah. Um, because Dead in the Water, I was also like, man, this is really a, like a juicy episode. It was intricate. You know, there were a lot of different themes being woven around here. And they yeah. also, it looks like they have a pattern of they kind of make Dean out to be a little douchey in the beginning so he can then redeem himself in a big hardcore yeah. way towards the end or even like halfway through. Right, right. Um, hmm. So I like that they do that with him. Okay, so for our shout out this week for people doing things who are, oh fuck, I can't do it without singing. Sing it. Shout out to people doing things that aren't the things that they normally do. Boop. That's what it is. Boop. Uh, we have a friend, Joe. He is a fight director. Uh, we call him Joe the Fight Guy because catchy and cute. <laughs> That's what uh, he is. <laughs> yes, that is what he is. Uh, we met him when we were doing a Western opera. Uh, so there's a huge bar fight scene going on that he was choreographing. Um, oh, I love that scene. I know. So much fun. So people, especially opera singers are probably not well suited for act (laughs) fighting you know (laughs) so we do bring on people who can be like all right this is how you do it safely and make it look good so not only did he do that but he also served as basically a stunt guy within the fight so he was on stage for this fight scene so he could do kind of the cooler tricks, you know, that maybe singers probably didn't want to do, couldn't or, do. Yeah, or couldn't do. <laughs> like get thrown over a table, you know, get punched in the face, mm-hmm. get smashed by a bottle. Right. Yeah. Your standard opera doings. 
<laughs> so, because of the pandemic, productions have shut down. And when they started to shut down, Joe just started building stuff in his basement. as in furniture. Just, like, <laughs> went from fighting to carpentry, as you do. <laughs> and when it was obvious that the pandemic kind of wasn't really going anywhere, he decided to make this into a business. So he moved from his basement to a full-fledged shop and started building furniture specifically furniture for school kids yeah like montessori styled uh, yes furniture yeah. yes desks cubbies chairs you know educational i don't know cabinetry i mean there's all sorts of stuff that would belong in a schoolroom and maybe even then some i mean he's got uh like a wash basin station you know, right. so <laughs> it's a station right. that includes the sink, everything but the kitchen sink. Well, this one has sink. the kitchen sink. You know, he <laughs> has the kitchen sink in his stock. Mm -hmm. So not only is he building furniture for school children, which is high quality handmade, was really going to last like some the rough and tumble kids. He's also employing other people who are in the arts that no longer have a job as of right now because of the pandemic. Right. So he's doing a few great things in this business yeah. of his. He's doing what he can to to help, which is which is amazing. I mean, even if even if it's only a couple of people here and there uh, to help out in the shop, I mean that's still employing people who exactly. wouldn't normally have any work. So right. good for you, Joe. You should check out his stuff. He does ship nationwide. His company is called Sapling Supply. That's sapling dash supply dot net. Not underscore, but dash. <laughs> we'll put his stuff in our social links so you can go check it out. And even if, you know, you're not in the market for classroom furniture, you know, still go check him out. Give him some support. Recommend him to people that might be looking for trying to boost up their homeschooling yeah. accoutrement. Yep. So go check him out. We're also hoping to have him on our podcast for some future episodes that might feature a pretty hefty fight scene so he can oh, give us great. i know a little bit of behind the scenes information fight guy fight guy insight fight guy insight <laughs> yes exactly that'd be great i would love to have joe on the show i know so go check joe the furniture guy out <laughs> <laughs> joe the fight guy oh yeah. joe the furniture guy uh, yeah yeah Okay, everyone, thank you so much for tuning into this episode that we loved so much. Tune in <sighs> next week for Route 666. Oh, my yes. God, they did a little pun. Oh, my gosh. I I remember this episode. I, I, I don't remember all the episodes that we've been watching, but this one stands out in my head. I remember this one. I don't. I don't really remember this episode at all. So, woohoo. Okay, something to look forward to. Check out our social media. We're on Instagram and Facebook as at Salt and Burn This Pod and Twitter at Salt and Burn This. Just engage with us, you know, send us messages. We'll chat with you. I promise we don't have much else going on. So <laughs> <laughs> please like, please reach out to subscribe, us. Uh, rate the podcast, please. If you can, it really, really helps us out. Share us with other supernatural fans. Please. Uh, yes, please. All right. Shameless begging over. <laughs> <laughs> we will see you next week for Route 666. Thank you. Bye. Bye.